everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. So question, how can you transform anger into something good? Okay, so has there been anybody in, in your life that, I don't know, maybe they've said something or done something and they've made you feel intense or instant anger? Okay, so this episode is really kind of a follow-up from last, yesterday. I had several people reach out and say, Michelle, I've got a few questions. <laughs> uh, so yesterday we talked about it from the leadership standpoint, and they said, but what if it's not about your work? What if it's about something, you know, specifically these three people asked about significant others, okay? So, you know, the chances are, if you've been around people for any length of time, the answer to that question, you know, do they make you feel anger, um, is probably yes, right? So what can you do with anger to actually make it a good thing? Well, I'm going to share an interaction I had recently and the three options that I really played around with that honestly you could, could choose those two. So let's talk about how you can make something good come out of something that's not so fun. Okay. You might want to grab your pen and paper for this one. Awesome. Enjoy. Okay. Hey, let's talk about anger. Okay. So this uh, is a follow-up to our time yesterday. I had several people reach out to me and say, Michelle, that was amazing on how you can deal with anger in the workplace, but how in the world do you deal with anger when it's a more personal nature? So maybe, you know, it's with somebody that you live with, somebody that you love, somebody that you know very well. Um, the three people who reached out, quite frankly, they said, listen, my significant other, <laughs> we've been together for X number of years and we just find ourselves in these patterns, right? And if you have a significant other that you've been with for a long enough time, you'll understand what I mean by patterns, right? Um, I like to tell people, you know, when you when you first get married and you have your, your first fight, you know, oh, it's so hard to have that first fight. And then, uh, you know, my husband and I have been married, gosh, going on 18 years now in a few weeks. And, uh, you know, when we have a fight now, I'm like, oh, this is the 754th version of the first fight we ever had, right? It's it's a, just insert something new, but it's the same pattern, right? So how how do you deal with that kind of anger? And then, you know, one, one of those people really pinpointed this idea that, you know, it's sometimes a lot easier to handle anger when you're at work because you realize this is not that place to, to let off the steam, so to speak. But when you're home, because there's nobody around, you kind of let that steam off, right? So again, we're, we're talking about that James Allen quote that says, working steam is not heard. It's the escaping steam, which makes a great noise. So what do you do with that steam, i.e. anger, right? So let me just share with you a couple of thoughts that I had. So the, the first thing is, you know, I, I think back to how, how have I handled anger in the past? So whether it be in my family home growing up or, you know, when I was out on my own or when I first got married or when the first kids started coming, how did I, I used to handle anger? Because how it's, how I handle it now is very different. 
So when I first used to handle anger, honestly, I didn't. <laughs> I would ignore it because I was a people pleaser. So I don't want to think about anger because if I get angry and I show my anger, then somebody else is not going to be happy. And I just wanted everybody to be happy. So I didn't acknowledge my anger. I just held on to it until, guess what? I blew up. Okay? Like, you know, not only did I end up having a stroke uh, about 10 years ago, so literally a part of my brain blew up, okay, but I would blow up in anger. And typically that anger would come out in something that had nothing to do with the other situations. Okay, so maybe I was angry at, you know, my, my mother or my sister about something, but I took it out on my kids, right? So because I didn't acknowledge that anger and take care of it, it would still have to be released, much like steam in a pressure cooker. It's got to come out at some point, right? Or it'll blow up. So then I, I started thinking, well, what about now? Like, how do I handle anger now? And I realized, you know, something happened a few weeks ago with my husband. Now, I'm not going to tell you all the ins and outs of it because, quite frankly, that's personal and you don't need to know everything about me. Um, but let's just say we had one of those moments where, uh, you know, the, a pattern was happening, okay? And in the moment, I was uh, definitely making my voice be heard, maybe a little louder than normal. Uh, and, and we both were, so we were going back and forth. Um, and I realized, whoa, pause, pause. Uh, I, I got to step back for a minute. So I went for a walk. Now, my husband went on his merry way because he didn't see that it really was a problem. But for me, it was still a problem. So I went for a walk uh, because I find that when you're having an issue in your thinking or your spirit, oftentimes going and doing something physical is a good release. Uh, I also find that if you're having a physical issue, so you're, you're sick, you're injured, you're ill of some kind, doing something to calm your mind is a good release. So it's kind of the opposites. So I went for a walk um, and then I just reached out to a couple friends and I didn't tell them everything that happened because it's not my job to go and, you know, tell all my personal business. I just said, hey, listen, you know, this is what's going on. Um, to one of them, because she's more of a mentor, I said, am I crazy? Because I thought, well, maybe this is my deal, right? And she was able to help me understand, no, no, you're not crazy. Yes, there's a valid point for this, right? But to my other one, I just said, hey, can you just, can you just like hold good thoughts for me, right? I know you can't fix my problem. And no, I don't want you to just sit there and say, well, he's a jerk just because I say that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want you to support me um, and recognize I'm still going to be married to this guy when I walk home. So... It just helped to let it out a little bit. And then I realized, I wanna transform this. I wanna make it good, right? So if you follow me for any length of time, you understand that you know a, a big major part of my story, my work, and, and how I help other people is trying to take something that was maybe meant for bad and turning it into something that's good. So I said, how in the world can I transform this? Well, the the very first thing I did, honestly, was I went home and I wrote down, you know, this story because stories are great, um, not just to share with you in this fashion, but it helps you kind of tease out maybe some some lessons, some some points that you need to understand. So for me, I, I went and I said, okay, what are some things that I, if I were to stand in front of my husband right now, what would I demand? 
right? And so one of the things that I thought of was, he needs to listen to me more. I have a valid point. And so I wrote that down, and then the very next thought was, ah, I need to listen to myself more. I have valid points. And so I, I began to do that. Everything I was kind of demanding of him, I would turn that around and say, hmm, what about me? Right? Do I listen to myself? Did I listen to him? Because you see, I don't, I don't have a choice about how he's going to act and react and what he's going to say and do, do I? No. I mean, sure, I can say at some point, hey, you know, when you said this, you know, this is what I thought, or hey, as we're moving forward, it would be helpful if, right? But in the long run, who can I change in this scenario? Me, right? So I decided I wanted to transform that. Not only what lessons did I learn and what do I want to come out of this, right? But also, how can I grow as a person through this situation, so there's really three choices that you have anytime you get to this place of, of anger, okay? And I find that it's really good to think about these choices and kind of use your imagination of how you would use them before you get into this pattern. So one of the things that I do with a lot of my coaching clients, especially in the Life on Purpose program, is we go through and we talk about how can you apply this principle to your life before you get into the problem or the challenge. So for example, you know, you know this is the pattern that you and your significant other have. You know, you know what they're going to say, what you're going to say in response. You know what the end result is going to be, right? So what if you used your imagination beforehand to think about how would you want it to go? So for example, if I know that I want him to listen to me more, and then the, the turnaround was I need to listen to me more, maybe I'm going to spend time in my imagination thinking through how can I listen to myself, my inner voice more when we're in this pattern? Okay, maybe my inner voice is trying to tell me something and I'm just not listening. Does that make sense? Or maybe I want to spend my imagination thinking about how can I listen to him better when we're having these interactions. So, so again, just, you know, realizing you have a choice about what to do. So your three choices are, do you want to hold it in? Do you want to let it out? Or do you want to make it work for you? Now, holding it in, uh, we've already talked about that that's dangerous, right? Because it's got to come out at some point. Anger is always going to come out at some point. And quite frankly, if it doesn't come out of you, it's going to get trapped in your body. There's a ton of research and science out there that shows um, significant mental illnesses and bodily injury and illnesses are happening because people have pent up anger. Okay, so holding it in, is that really the best? Now, there may be certain situations where it's the best. So for example, let's say something um, significant happens and you're angry in the moment, but there's like a, a safety and a health condition in front of you. Right now you need to hold on to that anger and let it propel you forward so that you can get out of that unsafe situation, okay? But for the grand majority of the time, holding it in probably won't be, be the best for you. Now you can let it out, right? So you have a couple different ways to let it out. One is through that, that small escape safety valve that we talked about. So you do something physical, reach out to, to talk to somebody, you know, just something small to let out a little bit of the anger so that you can get to a place where you can do something else with it. 
or you can let it all out right in the moment. And I know there are people out there who do that, okay? That doesn't always typically tend to work in your favor. Um, you, you end up hurting other people and damaging your relationships over time. So just consider that. And then your third option is making it work for you. So again, transforming it into something good. So maybe you've held it in for a moment, you, you've gotten out of that unsafe situation, you've reached out to a friend, and now you look at it and say, what does this mean to me? What am I learning about myself? What am I learning about this other person? What do I want as a goal moving forward? And then just using your imagination to think through, how would I like this to be different? Okay? So in the end, you can't control the situation ever. You can only control your response to it. Okay? And it's more helpful to think about what you want your response to be before it happens than to try to figure it out while it's happening. Okay? So I would encourage you to go think through some of those patterns that you might have. Hey, thank you so much to those three people who reached out. I, I really appreciate that. Excellent questions. I hope this answered your question. If for any reason it did not, please reach out to me again because gosh darn it, I'll just do another video. Okay? Thank you so much for that. Um, hey, you know, as we're as we're leaving here, you'll you'll find in the comments or description that um, if you want to join our mailing list, where we have announcements, we have upcoming events, we have different ways to connect on different social media sites, um, announcements of free stuff, right? Whether it be classes, courses, tools, um, or our free giveaways that we do a couple times a month. If you want to be a part of that and you're not already, um, go ahead and, and follow that link and sign up for our email list today. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. Now go out and be awesome. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.